calling. Hey, I'm Priscilla. I'm Paul. And I'm Tammy Ron. And welcome to the PCT podcast. Yay! I hope you enjoyed our background music. I know Tammy Ron puts nice music, but in the background, you can open the windows. <laughs> so um, welcome again to our podcast. Today we are talking about uh, forgiveness. Najwa inikitu ingiwetu, myself included, struggle with, but um, I feel like it's a good virtue to exercise, especially because we are commanded to forgive. So we'll just start off with our first question of the day. And um, what is when, sorry, when is the most recent time that someone offended you? Like the last thing you can remember, I think I can give mine first. Mm-hmm. Um, so yesterday, uh, my sister and I went to the supermarket and we were just doing, we, we were just doing like a little bit of shopping. So we were making, so there were like long lines because it was 7 p.m. and some tills were closed that Neshu shall go. So... <laughs> Still, still starts to be closed at 7 p.m. But I come to Spain, I found a nine that day. So, um, yeah, so there was like long ish lines. So we went to the express counter because we had like two items. Yeah, so went to the express counter and two separate parties came to cut us in the line. And we were just like, what do you mean? What do you mean they're cutting us? You can't see us? Are we invisible? Come to own me? So, yeah, so the first time. Um, I'm the one who was like, she was like, Sasa, to be co-apa. And I was like, no, you aren't. What do you mean, you co-apa? Then I was like, I can't see you co-apa, mkidibetia. And it was like a group of young people. So I was like, see, you co-apa, mkidibetia ice cream. Because they were legitimately debating on ice cream. <laughs> I was like, see, you co-apa, mkidibetia ice cream. Which was like, eh, like, you co-apa. And I was like, me si co-apa, like, you co-apa, mnafanya, mnamini ice cream. And she was like, sawa, sawa, kumna shida, sawa, sawa. Then, the second person who came, like, she didn't even look, you know, like, at least the first people had, like, they wanted to talk, yeah? Mm-hmm. The first girl, the second girl, she just came and she cut us. She just, like, stood in front of us. So my sister was like, um, excuse me, tuliko kwa line. And she was like, oh, pole. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> continues to stand in the lane. <laughs> so anyway, so we ended, so she ended up like giving us way, and then she stood behind us. But anyway, oh. yeah, that was my recent time that somebody offended me. Priscilla, um, the recent, huh, it was just a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but in school because it was online, and with our school, like a majority of my classmates are from everywhere, so. There's this lady when we were having a Zoom meeting to discuss about um what were we even discussing about oh we were having like a revision session mm-hmm. so this lady um mistakenly there's this girl in the group who was talking about like I mean sorry there was this guy who was talking about um the racism he faces in China because mm-hmm. he works there and he's black. Yeah, he's okay. black, he's Nigerian. And he was talking about how he faces the racism. And then this lady, another girl from, I think, uh, Singapore, she ended up talking about like, oh, she made a joke about it. So it wasn't like a bad, it wasn't like that type of bad joke because we were just learning from each other and it was like an interactive session. Mm-hmm. Then another lady decides to join the Zoom call and um she was listening into the conversation i was not speaking my mic was off i was planning not to talk in that meeting and funny enough she starts telling me Ati, oh my god like priscilla is racially profiling me and i'm not literally <laughs> i was so shocked she's like priscilla is racially profiling me um, I don't, I don't like, you know, even the time I joined this Zoom meeting, nah, 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 because the reason why she took offense was mm-hmm. because um, when she joined the meeting, this Singaporean lady, um, someone said like, oh, okay, because we have the initiator of the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. So normally she'd like ask, how are you? Like, oh, let's say, oh, sorry, uh, Priscilla's joined the meeting. How is Priscilla doing that week? Mm-hmm. So how are you? How have you been? 
but now she didn't say like she didn't ask about her mm-hmm. so this singapore police lady made a joke about it like uh, maybe like this girl is ignoring you and everything i don't know mm-hmm. but either way she ended up like accusing me falsely eventually she did know that she realized that she made a mistake mm-hmm. and the irony of the matter is that she's kenyan so i was like how is a kenyan racially <laughs> profiling <laughs> you and it was a very interesting scenario i got so offended i was very pissed mm-hmm. very pissed but either way um mine actually happened last week mm-hmm. i was with a friend of mine and they they have friends okay akona rafiki mwenye ni neighbor wa shule you get mm-hmm. so you know those people who live close to the school and they have their own place mm-hmm. their place kind of just becomes a chilling spot for everyone sadly sadly yeah. <laughs> So they took me to um the friend's place mm-hmm. that is everybody's chilling spot. Mm-hmm. And um uh mind you this friend is a guy. Mm-hmm. So obviously we get into the place kumeja. Watu wanacheza FIFA wengine wako kwa balcony, you know, it's everybody's chilling spot. So obviously you know just because of courtesy you go you go saying hi to people. You just don't India. Mm-hmm. So as you were saying hi to people, mm-hmm. I remember there was this one particular person nilikuwa nasalimia and like tulikuwa tuna tulikuwa tunasalimiana at the same time. You get okay, mm-hmm. like my me, my friend and now this random stranger. Mm-hmm. We are going to say hi to each other at the same time. You get. Yeah. So um as I was saying hi <laughs> my friend who is a guy might i add um like pawned me off so basically he muttered under his breath i think hoping that i wouldn't hear but um alisema ati nani mwaletea mali I got mad. Mm-hmm. No, you just as you yeah. should, man. I I don't play it, but then I was actually mad cuz I what's wrong with you? Go ni anyway about your agenda. Yeah. <laughs> must I be an object? Must exactly. you? Is it a must? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. That's when I was recently offended. I think what I'm learning from everyone's contribution is that y'all are not petty. <laughs> If those are your petty, I applaud you. Well, maybe pal. Yeah, I'm not petty. Like that's what I get up online that is So for me, I feel like I have petty ones but I just can't remember them. All right, now. That so means you probably don't take account. Like if yeah. something happens and you let go immediately. Yeah. So now for me, my most recent petty incident. <laughs> I can't even say it in a straight face. I was in school um, and I was seated. Uh, so usually I don't live on campus or close to the campus. So I only go to school and I have class. Mm. If I don't have class, I'm nowhere near that campus. Same. So mm. like I, when I go to school, I usually kind of just like to, uh, before I enter class, because I'm, I'm scared of being late. Mm. <laughs> so I reach school like an hour before class and then I kind of just sit outside, you know, listen to music, read a book or like watch something on my phone or something. Just keep myself busy mm-hmm. and then I enter into the actual lecture hall at like maybe 15 minutes to class mm-hmm. or something like that. So I was seated and when I'm seated outside, I like my space. Mm. I don't want to talk to you. Mm. To stay away from me. <laughs> so I sat down There was this guy. So the way the benches were arranged is they were like there's the area where I was seated, there were like six benches mm-hmm. and they were all separate and they were all empty mm-hmm. except one that had mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. So I saw this guy and I went to the opposite direction because I was like I like my space when I'm sitting on one of these benches. Mm-hmm. He probably also likes his space. Mm-hmm. So, so I let me give him that. Yeah, so I like okay, that's the reason I'm giving but the reason the true reason is because I didn't want to sit next to him. So and the benches they aren't like close to each other they're like a pretty significant distance from each other mm-hmm. to the point where if you want to talk to someone you need to move or shout mm-hmm. yeah but it's a school so you can't just be shouting you know all over the place uh-huh. yeah. so me I went and sat far 
Like I, I, the father's branch from him. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting, I was enjoying my music. And then this man, eh? This son of God. <laughs> <laughs> he walks nicely and he comes and he sits next to me. Which is okay. Like maybe he just wanted to talk to me. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not angry about that. Mm-hmm. But like there's some certain... Like if you want to talk to someone and it's not someone you know, you read them. Mm-hmm. You know? You read like are they open to having a conversation with me right now. Mm. So he came and he sat. First of all, first of all, I had earphones in. Is that not the universe do not disturb me? Uh, it is. Don't it is. <laughs> Why are you talking to me? <laughs> so he came and he tapped me up my shoulder. He's like, hi. <laughs> so I'm like, hi, because I'm not about to be mean. So I'm like, hi. And he's like, oh, are you a student here? So my first answer in my mind. The one that came into my mind first was like, no, I'm just happy to draw. But that's mean. <laughs> what else would I be doing in a campus? I'm not, I don't think I look like a teacher. Once that day, I was dressed in sweatpants. So I definitely don't look like somebody who's studying here. But like, he was probably just... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Who's a teacher here? But he was probably just trying to make conversation. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge this. Mm-hmm. He did nothing wrong in his part. Mm-hmm. But my God, I was so pissed at him. Ah, oh, for like the whole day. I was like, ah, why did that man talk to me now? <laughs> so yeah, that was probably the well, that's, that's all he said. Yeah. No, there was like other things to a conversation. I can't remember. But eventually, I think he read the vibe. Oh, no, he didn't read the vibe I left. I was like, I need to go to class. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed. Well, I have to say that our men are very courageous people. They really are. Yeah, How do you do yeah, that? I'm so confident. Oh, That's my I have God. To say. <laughs> I, I admire. I aspire, in fact. Anyway. um, So, uh, we've talked about, like, you know, the recent times that someone has offended us. And offending, I think, to me, is different from, like, hurting you know yeah. like so um when so now we've talked about like when we were offended so that can include petty times or at least not petty times like you guys like you are genuinely offended <laughs> by something legitimate mm-hmm. um so when is an instance when you feel like you are genuinely hurt by someone or something i can start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Tamiron. Mm. Yeah, it's Tamiron. Hi, guys. <laughs> this actually happened in primary school. Mm. Now, you know, in primary, I don't know about you guys' you guys's schools, but in our schools, we would have doomsday prophets. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. I included. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Doomsday prophets who tell us hey, the Lord has told me He is coming soon. Repent. <laughs> Amen. And that no, but He's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, for real, for real, He is. For yeah. real, He is. And that would put the whole school on like panic mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now everyone starts confessing, but instead of confessing to the Lord, <laughs> you're confessing to each other. You know, for someone. <laughs> Your school doesn't sound real. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> so now someone made you mad. Then you go like, you know you made me mad, but I'm sorry I got mad. <laughs> what was primary? What was primary? Ah, I'm a... You know, okay, yeah, anyway, you get the vibe. Yeah. yeah. So I remember one one part one girl came to me and she was like, "Okay, Tamiran, I'm so sorry. You know, I used to find you the most boring person." <laughs> <laughs> Why would you I'm say so that to someone? So, I'm so sorry. Like, please forgive me. So you know, obviously, me at the time, I'm just like, "Oh my god, it's okay. Forgive me." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed, but the emotional damage from what <laughs> I still felt up to date. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, at the time, I'm also in the space of, you know, I'm trying to be pure, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, and I'm, I'm understanding. Because the Lord is coming. <laughs> and I'm understanding where she's coming from because, like, you know, all of us are repenting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're telling the worst of worst. It's your opportunity to tell 
the person you hate, you hate them without them taking offense. <laughs> you get. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I I understood, and at the moment I was like, you know what? It's okay. I forgive you. It's fine. Let's just move on with life. Because yeah, the Lord is coming. Yeah. Because the Lord yeah. is coming. <laughs> can't afford to have a grand. Yeah, yeah, you can't. It comes now. It comes then, now. Yeah, it comes then. Then I don't even get to heaven because of your grand. So. Um, obviously, at the time it didn't affect me as much, but um, as you can see, I'm still here, so the Lord didn't come. Maybe he came and he left you. Oh, yeah, but anyway, moral of the story is um, you know, that stuck with me as much as. In my, I verbally said, no, it's okay, it's fine, I've forgiven you. Mm. That actually hurt me. Mm. <laughs> and I have, I carried on the heart. That happened in like class six. Mm. So I carried on the heart in class six, class seven. I even started, uh, you know, honestly, maybe I was actually boring. Mm-hmm. But like... You know, I started observing it in how people would treat me, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so it really hurt me and it really hurt, um, you know, it, it affected my view of my social life. Mm. So now, up to date, everywhere I go, I'm always conscious of going. Am I being boring? Am I boring this person? There's, there's always that constant fear in my head. Or is, which is actually still felt up to date because of that heart from that doomsday um, repentance. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think I can go next because mine is pretty similar to Terminal. It mm-hmm. also happened when I was in primary. Oh. And it was when someone I had considered to be a really close friend of mine at the time. But you know, what is closeness in primary? Like you yeah. didn't break together. <laughs> like it, it wasn't like anything deep that made her a close friend. She was just a person I was always hanging out with. Um, just one day out of the blue she decided i don't want to be your friend anymore oh, she outed me yeah eh? <laughs> no she didn't out me she cast me out outing is like um like telling me a secret or something mm, oh. like exposing Oops. me <laughs> <laughs> i'm using the word wrong <laughs> yeah so she like cast, cast me out but it wasn't even anyway yeah so it wasn't even you know how like nowadays when people cut you off like it's done silently like you just stop and talking slowly, to that person yeah. yeah like it's not a big thing Hash made it such a big thing. Like she was yeah. telling everyone she's no longer my friend. And I was like, what's the point? <laughs> Obviously at the time I was like, I wasn't like that. Yeah. But like, you know, it really hurt. Mm. And like to the point where I now second guess myself. Like to date, I second guess myself in all my friendships. Mm. Like I'm like, oh my God, is it, are they about to cast me out again? <laughs> <laughs> Have I done something that has made them want to cast them out again? And maybe truly there is something I did to her mm. that gave her like a valid reason to like cast cut me you out. Off. Because, yeah, cut me off. Because maybe like it truly, like the, I did something to her. Like I'm not saying I was a perfect person. I was mm-hmm. the bestest friend anybody could ever have. Mm-hmm. But like I still feel like there are other ways she could have approached the issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the one that comes to mind. For me, I think uh, one situation that comes to mind was also from primary. It started from primary, but also progressed to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you all have ever been in such a situation where... There's always that smart kid and then your parent compares you to that smart kid. And um, it's even worse when that smart kid is in your house. I know. With you. I know. Or when she's your twin. (laughs) (laughs) So um, there was a time like I wasn't doing so well Mm. in school. And I remember my dad used to um, sometimes like tell me, why can't you be like this person? Mm. You know, what is she doing that you're not mm-hmm. doing? You know, you're in the same school environment. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you performing like her? Mm-hmm. And 
okay, to be honest, that time I wasn't serious with my academics. But as time progressed, like Kuko class six, seven, and eight, I started like doing well. But at the same time, it wasn't as up to par with this girl that we were in the same class with, even in class eight. And and it took like a toll on me because sometimes I was like, okay, why can't I be like this girl, you know? And fortunately or unfortunately enough, Mm-hmm. We went to high school with the same girl. Together. Ended up being in the same class. Ooh. But either way, um, it's that whole thing still followed, especially after my dad realized, like, <clears throat> oh, by the way, you're in the same class with this girl and she's still doing better. Why aren't you doing better? Mm. You know? Mm. So sometimes I'm like, okay. Not in a rude way. Don't be disrespectful. Mm. But in my thoughts, I was like, see, then you would have gotten her as your daughter. Because, mm. yeah, yeah it, it's big. Because mm. mm. I'm like, okay, not every kid is perfect. Mm. I'm doing my best. But mm. at the same time, I was like, okay, what's your whole point of reasoning? Mm. And you, you get tired of hearing the same thing. Exactly. So it's one time I really... Because I was like, eh. This is not fresh, to be honest. And that that thing still hurts me mm. to mm. date. Yeah. Sorry about your experiences. Um, Sorry. Thanks. Yes, for, <laughs> for me, um, this is time in high school. Like right before, it was 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020, first term. Um, like January, February. It feels like in February. February. March. 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 Anyway. So, um... We so in high school we used to sit like with people no and we did a lot of and we did a lot of group work. Yeah, so we would sit next to people and we would work in groups a lot in school. So in form four, it was form four, twenty twenty was form four first term. Yeah. So in form four first term I got paired with two of some of two two people who are like my really close friends and then one random girl. Who like I'd I'd never spoken one sentence to her. Never before that moment. And like I don't know, you know the way you don't know how you feel about someone. Yeah. You're just like you've maybe you've had like a rumor or like a something, but you've never experienced, so you know it doesn't apply to you. Mm. So um we were in the same group, we worked together, then now just like Pauline, like she just out of the blue i don't know what i did i probably did something but i don't know she just <laughs> tell me so out of the blue she was like like she just iced me out and it was bad because i have to work with you mm. but now you're icing me out like we're trying to have a group conversation and you're not looking at me i'm trying to contribute you're like you're not listening to me it's like i'm not there you know mm. it's like there's three of you and that's it. That's all that was assigned in this class. It was three people in this group, not four people. Mm-hmm. So, like, it hurt me because she was also, like, really good in uh, one of the subjects that we were doing. And so, and I wasn't that good. So, um, so she so were doing work, work, math working class, yeah? Mm-hmm. Our teacher is, like, work in your group, see if you can figure it out. So, my group is working, but me, I'm lost because the one who is good at this subject... I already exposed it. That who's good at math mm-hmm. is, you know, she's now she's not willing to help me. She's willing to help everyone else, but she's not willing to help me. So like at that point, I was like, yani unanitukia hadi unataka nisipas, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yani ah, she took me on the ringer. Like, she ah, anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> luckily me, Aki guy, you know, when people are going home for COVID, and people are like, oh, how will we read? How? What mm. will happen to our case yesterday? Mm. I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> because if it wasn't for me going home, okay, I promise you, ah, we met all else. It would have been <laughs> to the ground, to the little girl. And then it made it worse that like I kept trying to reach out to her to solve the issue, but she didn't want to hear it, you know. Mm. She didn't even want to tell me what I did so that I could make it better. Okay, I think I wanted closure. That's something yeah. that was a problem. I wanted closure yeah. to fix my issue. But now she's not giving me that closure. 
So ah, I was so frustrated, I was so upset. But the time I was done with that term, I was just, by the time we went home, I was like, yeah, me, pal, me, pal, me as pal, I needed that COVID break. All those seven months, I needed them. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been a bitter, bitter person in that time. Anyway, mm-hmm. so now that we've talked about these instances that we've been hurt by people, do you think that there are, okay, we're going to go off a little bit. Do you think that there are some people or things or instances that are unforgivable based off of your life experience, Priscilla? Yeah. I think it would. I wouldn't say they're unforgivable. Mm-hmm. I'd say it takes longer to heal. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because with there are some instances, obviously, like someone has really, really hurt you, mm-hmm. and what you need is space mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the other person would see it like you've not forgiven them. But to be honest, we're human. Mm-hmm. We need to take time off, mm-hmm. and. Um, recuperate from the emotional damage mm-hmm. or the hurt they have co- cost cost us. us. Mm-hmm. So um I wouldn't say there are instances that are unforgivable. I think it depends on the individual though. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a person who is not a forgiving type of person, mm-hmm. then I'm sure you have your own list of like what can be forgiven and what cannot. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think everything is forgivable. Mm-hmm. And I try to live with that principle because if my Heavenly Father could forgive me for all the things I have committed, mm-hmm. I think I should try or strive to be more like my Heavenly Father. And even though there are instances where I would look back and I'm like, hey, you did me dirty. Mm-hmm. You really did me dirty. I would say like, okay, I just need time space. Mm-hmm. It might take me a year to forgive you but like okay one thing about forgiving is sorry one thing about forgiving is i think that you can say you can make i think forgiveness is more like a conscious decision mm-hmm. of a forgiven you mm-hmm. and then after forgiving is healing mm-hmm. yeah so like you make that decision i'm not going to allow the pain you've caused me mm-hmm. to lead to lead my life decisions mm-hmm. so you make that conscious decision and then now it's the healing process. Mm. So I do think there are things that can be forgiven. Not, like everything can be forgiven. There is nothing that's unforgivable. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you add one more, one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Priscilla said, yeah, similar to her, I think everything is forgivable. It just time mm-hmm. and probably distance. Because mm-hmm. for me, I feel like if I was to meet this person again, the the person in context is the one who <laughs> called me boring. <laughs> if I was to meet them again, I feel like genuinely I'd still have I'd I'd still have an unforgiveness mm. in my heart, but just because I don't see her anymore. In my mind, I'm lying to myself that I've forgiven her. Mm. Probably haven't. Considering that I still feel the heart, mm. probably haven't forgiven her. And then also, on the, the heart has gotten better over time. Mm. So, like, you know, I'm still nursing the wound, but mm. it's healing. Yeah. So, it's a thing of time and distance. Mm. But mostly time. <laughs> I think um out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing. I think uh one thing about also forgiveness is a lot of people um have this perception that once you've forgiven, you've forgotten. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I've forgotten what you've done. I've just decided not to let that pain hurt me. But forgetting is something that I find very difficult. Yeah. I don't think it's easy to forget when someone has wronged you. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think we all talked about how we were hurt. So we are just quickly, quickly going to say how the process has been like. Like, um, was it hard? Have you first of all have you gotten over it? Have you forgiven this person? And secondly, how? Yeah, have you how how has the process been for you? Like since the moment they hurt you, what was what has been the process? What was you then, and how how does you then and you now look throughout that journey? Um, 
for me personally, I can say mm. I've forgiven them. Mm. Um, not because that I'm really great at forgiving Sorry. people. Mm-hmm. Just be not because I'm just. I think I've come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. Um, come to terms with the fact that it's not like it's not anybody's job mm-hmm. to be your friend. You mm-hmm. can't force anyone to be your friend. So I've just come to terms with the fact that if someone chooses not to be my friend, there's nothing I can do about it. Mm. And what the process of healing has looked like for me, um, I think the initial one was just um, fear. Like I was scared of everything, mm. especially people. Mm. So like being like, even I had friends, mm. but like they were always held at arm's length mm-hmm. because I don't want to bring you closer. And then out of the blue, you decide to cut me off. Like mm-hmm. those are the vibes, mm-hmm. you know? But that that was like basically what characterized my friendships mm-hmm. for like the end to like the end of high school. I mean the end of primary and like most of high school. Mm-hmm. Like most of my friendships, they were always held at like arm's length. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I think I'm more. Uh, I wouldn't say more vulnerable, just more open mm-hmm. to being in like to having friends and like sharing aspects of myself have i forgiven the person i'd like to think that i've forgiven the person it's just that you probably haven't forgiven <laughs> that's why i said i'd like She's to like, think oh, okay. uh but honestly i need to genuinely forgive them <laughs> something i should start working on mm. um but how does me then and me now compare compare okay me then was very insecure mm-hmm. i was insecure to the point that i just gave up mm-hmm. <laughs> on the whole concept of friendship i mean eventually i was able to get a really good friend who we were able to finish primary with together as friends unfortunately we um you know just like life you know kind of moves on mm-hmm. we drifted, drifted. Mm-hmm. Oh. but yeah uh point of this being uh yeah and then i was very insecure mm-hmm. about making friendships because i'll just think this people will just see me as boring mm-hmm. so like <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like what's the point yeah mm-hmm. but then now it's just like ah i you know the people who match my energy will match my energy and will see me as a fan person. Mm. So if you are not willing to see me, or if you are not willing to, I don't know what am I trying to say. If they don't see you as a fan person. Oh uh, yeah, if, if they don't see me as who I am mm. in totality, and accept me for that, mm. it's okay. Sit a force. See a must. See mm. must. Um. Uh, uh, I think for okay. I've made the conscious decision to forgive, mm-hmm. per se, my dad, um, for like the the hurt that he caused me. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, I ended up second guessing my ability and capability because of how he always compared me to um that girl. Mm-hmm. Um. But at the same time, I think the difference between me then and me now is that I found worth in myself. Mm. Actually, that's what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like then it was easy for me to doubt myself because I was finding my value on how he thought of me mm-hmm. or on his perceptions of me. Mm-hmm. But like after or now as I am, mm-hmm. I know my capability I know what I am worth and I know my value. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't want anyone to define who I am and mm-hmm. what I can be by their perceptions. Mm-hmm. My perceptions are enough. Mm-hmm. And even with also the word of God also mm-hmm. has strengthened that view mm-hmm. and that aspect because I find my identity okay. in Christ. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, for instance, let me put some scripture. Um, I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. And as he is, so am I in this world. Mm-hmm. And 
with that i know that i am capable of anything as long as it's in line with the real purpose and mission god has in store for me mm-hmm. so uh, i've forgiven him i'm healing yes and one thing i'm grateful for is even though this experience was painful mm-hmm. it did teach me something and i did grow out of it mm-hmm. so everything happens for a reason i've just remembered something mm-hmm. uh through that experience and many others i was also able to learn that forgiveness is not for them it's for yeah. you yeah. yeah you know you holding in the the grudge, the grudge yeah. is hurting you and it's doing nothing to them because they don't even for some of them they don't even know you're holding that grudge in the first place mm-hmm. so they, they're just going on with their life but you're the one stuck in that pain mm-hmm. and in that unforgiveness mm-hmm. so yeah yeah true. just learning that forgiveness is for you and not for them yeah for me the process was we went from for covid um we came back home yeah so we came we went back home for covid and i can't lie to you so we had online classes yeah mm-hmm. so when we had our online classes if i was in a breakout room with her i wouldn't talk i was like the page that she appeared on i was you know the definition of petty yeah. like me <laughs> <laughs> so like i i okay i i resented her i grew to resent her yeah. in that time but then i was like i lucky so i realized that anyway you can't go back to school and you still have this mentality you know mm. you need to work on forgiving her so after my p- brief period of being upset with god not being able to look at her in the zoom class not being able to be in the same breakout room as her now i worked towards you know like learning to forgive her you know letting go um telling god you know what whatever this was for let it just glorify you let me let me glorify you in this season and i feel like i went through that season of like not knowing what's going on and not getting closure in order to forgive so that i learned the true meaning so that i could learn the true meaning of forgiveness you know yeah. you don't have to have closure do you need to know why do you need to know when how what you know yeah. you just need to forgive you just need to give people grace regardless of the situation because god extended that forgiveness to me therefore i need to extend it to others because it's what he's commanded to us mm-hmm. yeah so by the time we got back to school so that's why when i when i said that i needed the seven months i needed the full seven months because half of those seven months was god why i don't like you and half of them half of it was like okay now i'm going to get serious about forgiving her i'm going to read my bible more you know mm-hmm. i'm going to see what the word of god says about forgiveness that i can forgive her so the me then and me now me then was very resentful but me now i feel like sorry new music punch me no don't punch me but <laughs> <laughs> you know i i feel like i can extend more grace for people who've mm. offended me perhaps not but i can try <laughs> to extend like come on when you music to my core i feel like i can find it in me to forgive someone because i was able to forgive her even before we went to school so when we went back like she still looked at me badly she's still you know all of that we was like eh, yeah yeah we're done mm-hmm. it's not it was not my fight to fight anymore mm-hmm. i had given up all my inner hatred and inner negative feelings and had given it to god so whatever she did i was like cool and i just kept working and then she apologized so, yeah. see, so see, after now i've forgiven her it came full circle mm-hmm. so i feel like it was just like something that god was trying to teach me anyway um so we don't have time so i'm going to loop these last two questions together mm-hmm. what does forgiveness mean to you and how have you felt after exercising forgiveness in your own life holy mm-hmm. or oh, priscilla okay um i think for okay what forgiveness is to me mm-hmm. is being able to walk past a situation that offended 
or hurt you, mm-hmm. letting go of the pain, mm-hmm. and leaving it to God. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I can say is there are some situations that for you as a human, you're incapable of forgiving. Mm-hmm. But it only takes God to come in and help you for that power, for his power to come and help you let go and fully heal from that pain. And being in full surrender or total surrender to God's power helps you overcome that hurt, that pain that person has inflicted on you. Mm. So I think that is what forgiveness means to me. Just walking past of walking past situations and hurt and pain and all that baggage mm-hmm. and just deciding, you know what, this is for me. I need to walk away. I need to move on. And I need to heal. Mm-hmm. Because with staying in that loop of unforgiveness, you hold a lot of bitterness. And scientifically, people who are bitter and hostile have a higher chance of getting cardiovascular disease. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's my health science class. Either way. So um, that, that, that should be... I feel like unforgiveness... I mean, unforgiveness harbors a lot of baggage that is unnecessary and should just be put in the trash mm-hmm. um what is the second question fear. how does forgiveness make you feel um, okay how forgiveness makes me feel i think you it sometimes makes me feel like this person has easily gotten away mm-hmm. like i'm like they deserve worse they deserve being they deserve revenge like i need to avenge but Sometimes you shouldn't take matters into your own hands. Mm. Sometimes silence is golden and sometimes pulling away and walking out of a situation is far much better than approaching a situation and making the situation worse. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that verse that says vengeance is the Lord. Well, is for the Lord. Let let me tell you, even if you don't believe in God, karma will always take its course. Not karma. No, we are yeah, we are Christians. <laughs> yeah, that's why she said even if you even don't if you're not a Christian, <laughs> okay. karma will always take its course. Mm. There's just malipo ni papa hapa duniani. There's no mm. way we're going to leave this earth, and someone hasn't paid their dues in the matter of like if they did something wrong, it's always going to come back in mm. some way or another. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. Anyway, you said maybe. But I told me repent too. Repent to the Lord. <laughs> as long as you've come clean to both yourself, to God, and also to the person you offended, I feel like then that won't really matter, mm-hmm. uh, or karma won't fully take its course. But if this person who has offended you doesn't take note of the wrongs that they did to you, then just leave it at that. Pray to God. Next thing, you'll hear for yourself. Mm. News will always spread. You'll always get It's like that song for... (laughs) This is one of my favorite songs because I find it so funny. It's Mm. like... Yeah. Um I think for me sorry, are you finished? Yeah. Uh, I think for me, forgiveness, when you reach that point in your life where this person who hurt you I don't want to say you're unconcerned, but you are. You're unbothered by them. Like, whether they thrive, whether they don't thrive, it doesn't matter to you. Like, you've reached that point where you're no longer wishing for bad things to happen to them. You just, they're just a separate person who exists. You know, like, it doesn't always mean, like, now you're buddy-buddy with this person, and, like, now you're forever BFFs. Like, Let's be real. That's not that's yeah. not realistic. Mm. But when you reach that point where this person, their life basically has no bearing on yours anymore, mm. I feel like that's what forgiveness means to mm. me. Mm. And how I feel after forgiveness is, I feel, <laughs> I feel like the bigger person. <laughs> I feel like I'm better than them, <laughs> which is really bad. And says that I, you know it's something that I need to work on for sure. But yeah, I, I genuinely usually feel like the bigger person. 
Um, for me, for what forgiveness means to me is that um, you know I've I've kind. Let me say quote unquote gotten rid eh, gotten rid of the pain and you know let go of the grudge mm-hmm. I had that was caused by this person. Mm-hmm. That's what for me forgiveness looks like. And how does it make me feel? Honestly, it makes me feel like a burden has been lifted off my shoulders. Because it actually takes such a toll on you. Mm-hmm. When you're constantly mad at someone or have a grudge. They say a joke, you can't even laugh. So, yeah, it, it genuinely feels like a, a load has been taken off my shoulders. Yep. Right. Um, forgiveness to me is like what Pauline said. Like now, woko sawa. You know, mm. you're good. You no longer hold a grudge towards them. You're not petty towards them. It's just they're around. Cool. And I think it's also important to note that forgiveness is not at it. Now your friends again because mm. you need to be smart. You know, when you're forgiving, you need to be smart. You can't trust somebody like if you trusted someone and they you know turned their backs on you mm-hmm. and they betrayed you and then now you go back to them that's not wise going back to the person that betrayed your trust that's not wise but forgiving this person but now keeping them at arm's length like mm-hmm. i don't have beef with you you don't have beef with me but i'm not going to trust you with my secrets again mm-hmm. that's just protection yeah. so that you don't have to go through the same thing again so i think yeah forgiveness for you can have different types of forgiveness as long as you're not vengeful. Um, I think that's 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 not forgiveness. Mm. So for me, forgiveness, Aki, gosh, it brought peace. It brings so much peace all the time. Yeah. To the to the point where now, like somebody is like, oh, I haven't done this and that and that, and I'm like, okay, so cool. I even forget, you know, mm. like someone, okay, like yesterday's thing, I couldn't, I couldn't, ma, like see me. What was the of lame? Therefore, you know, it's just like it's the first thing that came to my mind because I was like, what, what, mm. what is happening? Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like forgiveness brings me so much peace because then I'm not holding in so much in my heart, mm. and I just, you know, you just flow through life smoothly. When you're forgiving people, mm. you don't, you're not sikila temu nafikiria umse atakula kwa funeral yangu. Not invited to my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's basically it. Um, so, uh, to end, I want to talk about Luke uh, 15, verse 11 to 22. So, it's basically the story of the prodigal son. And I know we've had this story a million times, but I'm not going to look at the way the son stole, not stole, the son took all the money and then he went and wasted it. Okay, the point of this story is to look at the father, yeah? Mm-hmm. The father had unconditional love for this son, his son, and his son, like, he did everything that, you know, he had this other son who was so perfect, like, you know, Mm. he stayed, he worked with the dad, he was diligent, industrious, you know, Mm. he didn't take all his share of the, the what? Inheritance. The inheritance, you know, Mm -hmm. sorry, I just didn't know the word, but I know the verse, I promise, so, um, he didn't, so he he had this other son who was like the polar opposite, you know, mm. a perfect son versus a son who went to waste his life. And even when this son that had it probably hurt him, like you took everything and then we end up to buy. Yeah. So it probably hurt him to know that me I have one on this hand I have one son who's so devoted to me mm. and then on the other hand I have this son who's so disloyal to me. Alinyacha mm. too and I know Akuna Kichamana Nafanya Nayo. You know. And when he came back, he, he didn't even need the son to say, Father, I'm sorry because he started running towards him. Mm. He started running towards him and started hugging him. You know, mm. before the son could even say, Oh, I'm sorry, make me one of your servants mm. So I just want to focus on the dad. On the forgiveness that he had and the unconditional love that he had for his son, mm-hmm. regardless of everything that he did, like to leave him, and regardless of the the ways he spent his the ways he spent his life, mm-hmm. and that's how God views. I think that's our relationship with God. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's 
always forgiving us. You can do any anything, anything except um blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Anything except that. Yeah. And God will forgive you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything is forgivable. Everything you can always come back to God and be like, Sarah, cool. Here are the gates of heaven. Come in. Yeah. You know. And it's not like there's any limit on any on the people who can go to heaven, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to exercise forgiveness the way God exercises forgiveness to us. Because when in the Lord's Prayer we say, Forgive us our sins just as we forgive those who trespass against us. us. So I feel like that should always be in our minds. Because forgiveness, I feel like we are commanded to forgive not because ati, so that, I don't know, so that there's no conflict in the world. Mm. No, it's that people can have peace within their heart. Yeah. So that you move about your life peacefully, smoothly. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's all I have to say. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, I think the, the closing of this episode today is just... Find somebody or find an instance where unajua well and good who forgive you and try and work your way to forgive them the way we have worked and Tamiron is working to forgive our former classmates and the people who've offended us. Yeah, so that's the parting that parting shot that I can notice unless somebody has something to say, Priscilla. Um when you're talking about the prodigal son story, mm-hmm. you reminded me of a movie. It's on Netflix or also Netflix, for those who <laughs> can't afford Netflix. We are not promoting corruption. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called Man of God. Uh, it came out this year because there are two Man of Gods. There's 2021 and 2022. The 2022 one, it's a Nigerian movie. Mm-hmm. And... Oh. I watched it. You watched it. Yeah. It's really good. Like I think the storyline is more is more of like the prodigal son but in a modern setup. Mm. So I'd recommend it if you want to have a biblical feel of something. Although it's like modern, it's not like we are in Bethlehem in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. No. But like <laughs> it's it's a very modern modernized um Version, yeah, mm. modernized version of it. It's really good. Mm. Thank you for the recommendation. I think this is what it's to not to watch. But if you listen to Flixer, I am a Flixer. Nam, nam, you'll get the thing from you. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, look out for our next one coming soon, I believe. Um, our episodes come out every Monday at 5 pm. Don't let the Instagram fool you. It's just me and my business. Anyway, um, <laughs> you can follow us on our Instagram at PJT Podcast. You can please DM us, DM us, tell us what you want to say, say anything, say hi. Or even under the comment of the snippet that you want to add your input on, you can mm. write a comment. Yeah. Mm. So send us a DM, write comments on our um, posts when we post the snippets of some of the episodes. episodes. Um, you can write us an email at p3tpodcastke at gmail.com Nike tell me what she wants you to sponsor her yeah <laughs> my email is c.tamiron.gmail.com thanks <laughs> so, so yeah um, yeah so thank you for listening to the episode and we hope to see you to talk to you soon bye, bye.